0: This episode of mark my words is sponsored by the coatings alliance makers of c2 paint when c2 president tom hill asked me my opinion of what would make a program for their super premium wood finish product guard more attractive to dealers i shared my view that dealers look for three things when they're considering putting new products in their stores they want a low initial investment They don't want to have to spend any money on equipment, and they want to know that if the program is not successful, that they can send the product back. And so that's exactly what C2 put together in their program for guards. I only wish my daughter Buckwheat would listen as well. So if you're interested in hearing more about this program, you can do one of two things. You can go to C2Dealer.com to read more, or you can email Tom Hill yourself and ask him any questions you have. That's TH4 the number at C2Paint.com. everybody. Thanks for joining me today. This is another episode of the Mark My Words pod and vlogcast in the news. And so this is what is in the news for independent paint retailers this week. First off, before I get started, thank you very much to Zach Maddox, Columbia Paint, sending me this really nice swag. I appreciate it. And uh, anybody else who wants to send me a t-shirt, I'll be more than happy to wear it for you. As I record one of these episodes, I I hope uh, I should make it an extra large. Otherwise, as you can tell, they, they make me look really ripped. As many dealers may recall from my recent episode, uh, J.D. Power, that's the consumer analytics and intelligence firm. They came out with their results of the 2021 paint satisfaction study. And as I reported in my last episode of In the News, Benjamin Moore took the top interior paint spot. At that same time that J.D. Powers came out, they had other categories in there as well interior paint and exterior paint etc and in that report jd powers states that Sherwin williams that's the world's largest paint maker took the top spot in three categories two of those three categories are not overly concerning to me for independent retailers the exterior stain category and the exterior paint category uh, Sherwin williams ended up on top and and listen they're the largest paint manufacturer in the world. And so they're going to win a lot of these things. But the one that concerned me for retailers, which I wanted to share with you today, is as it relates to the part of the survey that relates to customer satisfaction in the stores. In an area where independent retailers are thought to excel uh, and thought to offer a compelling retail experience compared to uh, the big box stores or the chains, Sherwin-Williams and their company owned stores came out on top in this category. The paint satisfaction index for retailers takes into account product availability, availability of information, price, quality of staff and service, as well as the layout of the store itself and other factors as well. And so considering all of those things, uh, when it relates to the shopping experience, Sherwin-Williams did come out at number one. The point of bringing this up is not to say that independent dealers are doing a bad job, but just to remind dealers that Sherwin-Williams is doing a good one. Over the last 10 years, they have really upped their game as it relates to keeping customers satisfied. That's both painting contractors and the DIY consumers, keeping them satisfied with the experience that they have in their stores as well as on the job site. I find this to be timely because shortages have caused many dealers to share with me that they are seeing an influx of Sherwin-Williams customers on their phones and walking through their doors. And so the opportunity to grab a nice chunk of margin from Sherwin-Williams right now is, is at our fingertips. The question is not, can we grab it? The question is, can dealers keep it? And so these are the sort of things that dealers ought to be thinking about is, What experiences Sherwin-Williams has offered their consumers, whether they be professional painting contractors or DIY customers in their stores, that would put them on the top of this chart and dealers should be looking to not just duplicate those services, that customers are looking for, but even expand on them as well, because in your market, you need to be the store in your market that provides the best service for the paint buying consumer, whether that is a DIY consumer or a professional painter. In other news, Michael McGarry, the CEO of the world's second largest paint maker, that's PPG, recently shared that the company is considering a third round of price increases. While PPG does an enormous percentage of their business in industrial and automotive, aerospace, and other specialty segments, which have been hit hard by inflation caused by raw material shortages, McGarry says that high demand in construction and consumer products caused by shifting work conditions uh, surrounding the events of the pandemic are not likely to be transitory. That high demand, as people prepare their homes for a longer stay working from home, that high demand is, is creating uh, shortages or contributing to the shortages around the industry. And those are going to be ad- addressed by the major paint manufacturers through price increases. While each manufacturer in the industry handles pricing differently and may be affected by the current economic conditions differently, dealers of PPG, as well as most other brands, should continue to see inflation in the price of paints and paint sundries in the coming business quarters. Lancaster, that's the paint and paint sundry distribution company which services over 10,000 independent paint stores around the United States, announced recently that it has completed its acquisition of JANCO Chemical. JANCO is another distributor headquartered in California that services the California and Nevada market. Lancaster currently markets to paint dealers under the name Lancaster as well as Lancaster Supply, Merit Supply, and EJ Welch, and now JANCO. Jeff Lynch, he's the president of Lancaster, said that JANCO was a great fit for Lancaster and was looking forward to working with the JANCO team, who he says has a strong reputation for servicing uh, dealers in the California market. When I saw this story, I reached out to Lancaster CEO, Jeff Lynch, and asked him to get on a podcast with me and share with dealers what they can expect from Lancaster as it relates to this acquisition and other plans that they may have for the market. Jeff agreed to do that. And we hope to record sometime in late August or early September. So keep an ear open for that episode. Dutch paint maker Axo Nobel recently announced its financial results for the second quarter of 2021 with sales up 26% for the quarter. When compared to 2020 Europe's largest paint maker continues to grow its market share abroad as well as here in the United States with inflation only accounting for 1% of that sales increase according to their CEO, Terry Van Lacker. Also contributing 2% of that 26% sales increase was sales added through acquisition. I had reported recently that uh, Axo Nobel had recently acquired Grupo Orbis down in South America. And so that was part of their success as well. Also included in this announcement was word of AXO's efforts to cut carbon emissions from the paint-making process. AXO plans on installing 8,000 solar panels at two manufacturing facilities, both located in China, effectively taking those two manufacturing facilities off the grid. The move is part of AXO's plans to cut 42% of their carbon emissions from their whole value supply chain by 2030. Finally, Paint Care, that's the nonprofit established to manage coatings recycling in the 50 states, announced recently that they have collected their 50 millionth gallon. Paint Care was founded by the American Coatings Association. The ACA is the trade group of paint manufacturers, and they represent all the big ones. PPG, Sherwin-Williams, as well as Benjamin Moore. As a matter of fact, uh, Benjamin Moore's CEO, Dan Calkins, currently serves as the vice chairman on that organization's board. Paint care is currently the law in 13 states and the District of Columbia, and they assess a fee on all paint purchased in the states where they operate. For example, in my home state of Connecticut, which is a paint care state, the paint care fee is 35 cents per quart 75 cents per gallon and $1.50 per five gallon can purchased. That would get added on right to the sale. Uh, my closest dealer here is a Benjamin Moore dealer that's Ring End, right in Darien, the next town over. And I have bought some paint from them and it, it shows right on the invoice that the amount uh, that they have added for paint care. Consumers then in paint care states are free to return the unused portion of their paint to the paint care facilities. And that could be a drop-off facility, like like a local warehouse that paint care has established a relationship with, or even better with an independent paint retailer who can step up and offer to use their store as a drop-off facility, particularly if they think that that will bring in more customers, which I tend to think that it will. Paint care has proved itself to be an outstanding way to continue to resolve the problem of post-consumer paint waste. The process looks to cut significantly the amount of paint left to rot in garages or worse, sent to landfills around the United States, often illegally and always unsafely. Marjanae Parver, that's the president of Paint Care, said that she was grateful to their partners and specifically referred to the groups that they have relationships with to execute on these programs, and that includes the relationship with their independent paint retail partners, many of whom in the states where they operate have signed up to be a drop-off point for the program. Later this month, I'll be recording a podcast with Marjanae. Paint Care is a program that will likely end up in all 50 states and territories at some point, so dealers will definitely want to keep an ear open for this episode and learn how this process works. So that's it for the news this week. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Mark Lipton, this is Mark My Words, and that was In The News.